Episode 
Sarah playing pageant on the Radio Zoom podcast here. Oh, we've got a little bit of funky setup here going on. The Airplane Pageant, you can find them at, uh, um, let me look up here. I, I'm totally, totally flying off the cuff here and uh, just pulled up the webpage here, aeroplanepageant.com, and you can find all the wonderful information about that band. I think they're going to be from the upper northeast region of the United States. they got some shows coming up here um, in the upper state of, or yeah, upstate New York. So if you want to check them out, I suggest that you give that a shot and uh, find out more about the airplane pageant if you would like to. I hope this is sounding all right. I'm just kind of making some adjustments on the fly as I'm kind of looking at the levels as it kind of goes by here. So if anything, bear with me. I've been kind of uh, – well, obviously, I haven't been on the uh, the microphone very much lately, and I apologize about that. And I will kind of get into it a little bit here in just a, uh, a moment, but uh, kind of had like a bit of a writer's block. I don't know. Um, I had some other projects going on, some of the ongoing projects that uh, I've told you about before, and uh, those things have been kind of uh, not going so well just in terms of uh, things not working. When you're doing web work, when you're uh, programming websites and web pages and stuff like that, and they don't work, especially for me, man, it's just it's frustrating. And I just I kind of had to... I it just it overwhelmed me so much because I couldn't figure it out and couldn't couldn't figure it out and couldn't figure it out and finally, finally, I was able to get it all sorted out as of last night and uh, things are looking a little more up. And uh, speaking about uh, things looking up here in Vancouver, uh, it's been pretty rainy. Uh, last night it was pretty rainy. This morning it was I went running and uh, it was you know, drizzling out. And by the time I got done with my run, it was a nice. Light rain. That's the thing about Vancouver is that there are different degrees of rain. You just don't say like it's raining out. It's no. It's 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 a light rain. It's a mist. It's a drizzle. It's a heavy rain. Um, it, it, occasionally it will hail, and you know just say oh it's hailing outside, and it's not like the uh, the type of hail that we had back in Iowa that you know could be pea size to golf ball size to baseball to softball size hail. No, I mean it would be just you know a little tiny pellets that you know, they sting I, I was out running one time when they uh, they were pelting me with all you know i was running through uh right by uh, beaver lake in stanley park and all of a sudden it just i was like ow i thought maybe i was kicking up some of the rocks in the trail but no it was little pebbles of hail coming down on me that's what happens when you're you know living in a uh I, it's essentially like a rainforest up here so that happens from time to time anyway uh speaking of running uh gonna be doing this city in general let me grab this and uh i got this mess of stuff here and um rebecca and i are going to be doing the run for light tonight and uh this is something that we've been watching and uh, gearing up for for quite a while and uh we got uh, right here are our numbers for registered. Oh, I'm sorry, this is something that's going on for Sunday. I'm sorry, that's something else completely. So anyway, um, this mess of we got another run that we're doing on Sunday, which actually is totally escaping my uh, memory as to what that was called. Because like I said, there are so many different uh, little running events. Um, this is a very health conscious community around Vancouver. I mean, but. Uh, you know, there's the uh, Leukemia and Lymphoma Society of Canada that they're doing some sort of walk and run. Um, what is it? The Fraser Valley Great Grape Escape. Um, this looks like it's a bike tour. 
Uh, it's coming up on June 17th and 18th. There's the Father's Day Take Your Dad for a Run for Prostate Cancer event coming up. It's a 5K run and walk on Sunday, Jan- or June 18th um, going on here in Vancouver. Fathersdayrun.ca. And it's kind of an interesting pamphlet because it's got a picture of this little kid with his dad on his shoulders. And Yeah, I'll leave that one alone. Uh, then there's all, <laughs> there's all sorts of different things. There's the, the H- HSBC child, uh, child Run coming up. It's a 5K fun run. And um, you know, there's a, also like a 1K kid zone that's coming up on June 4th. I mean, there's all sorts of different things here coming up. Uh, the Harry's First Tri Triathlon, a first-timer's triathlon, friendly, fun, and doable, 400-meter uh, swim, eight, uh, 18K bike, 5K run, August 19th. And Harrison Hot Springs, BC, here in Canada. I mean, there's all sorts of different things. And so this tonight, we're going to be doing the Run for the Light. And uh, I don't see anything. Oh, here's also the Underwear Affair. It's a 10K run, 5K walk for cancers below the waist. Uncoverthecure.org. And that's coming up evening of July 8th, 2006. Um, the Run for the Light, though, tonight is going to be very interesting because it's not a... Uh, a typical run, and I say tonight because it actually starts at dusk, and it's Run for the Light. It's a uh, a run sponsoring. Um, oh, let's see. Actually, I got the website here. Oh, the British Columbia British Columbia Blind Sports and Recreation Association. So the Run for the Light is a um, an annual annual night run for both blind and sighted participants. Runners carry light sticks, creating a path of light around the seawall. That's in Stanley Park. And this is a family-oriented event with participants from throughout the Lower Mainland and beyond. All participants are eligible for the post-run prize draw, regardless of their speed or ability. And the distance is going to be a 4.3-kilometer course. So this is going to be pretty simple. Um, I think on a standard day, I'm running somewhere, oh, between 5 to 8 kilometers on my days that I, I... try to do like you know nice 10k about uh twice a week um but this is going to be pretty nice but the, the the neat thing though is carrying the the light sticks and running at night uh, i don't really know where the the path is going to go through completely but uh we got to go down there tonight we register and then uh let's see it was warm-ups at nine and then the actual run starts at like around nine thirty. so very cool stuff and then we got another thing coming up man i forget what it is on Sunday, we're going to be doing a, a 5K run, and uh, that's going to be actually through um, uh, Rebecca's uh, employer. And uh, but uh, even though I'm not an employee, I've been able to uh, become a part of the group, so I'll be participating in that. And that's running for some cause somewhere. I, I think it's to support something about sciences. I'm not entirely sure. And uh, I, I, I see a mess of things, and like I said, totally un off the cuff today but uh, that's what's going to be going on and then we're also going to be heading up the uh, the sunshine sunshine coast uh tomorrow and uh hopefully i'll be able to take you along we got to take a ferry so we're going to um uh, hopefully i'll be able to take along the recording equipment or the microphone like i usually do and uh, maybe we'll do some stuff on the ferry i don't know we'll see what happens uh i hear that recording on the ferry is is uh noisy because there's a, a low constant rumble of the engines and stuff like that not to mention i hope it don't, doesn't sink but um yeah that's coming up tomorrow so hopefully i'll be able to do a little recording i don't know about sound seeing but you know we can at least do some mobile uh recording and kind of give you an idea of oh, the sights and the sound so i'm sorry well sounds 
through sight, sight through sound, something like that of uh, what it's like to the sun, be on the sunshine sunshine coast, and also the the ferry experience. So no no promises, but that's something that's in the back of my mind, and I, I'm thinking about. Uh, let's go ahead and roll right into this. This is something that was actually submitted to me, so I want you to check it out. I listened to it one time, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to play this. So they're called The Ropes, and the song's called Killer Off. Check this out. Ready to zoom. Head up, look alive, no excuses this time. She's not real, it's just your mind. This is it. Say goodbye, I, I, I. Kill her, kill her, kill her, kill her, kill her, off. Kill her, kill her, kill her, kill her, kill her, off. Kill her, kill her, kill her, kill her, kill her, off. Kill her, kill her, kill her, kill her, kill her, kill her. She's the voice in your head that says, stay in bed. And she tells you you're weak, you don't need. No, she's not worried now Cause she knows you'll back down Don't help her out Why do you keep her around? Kill her, kill her, kill her, kill her, kill her off Kill her, kill her, kill her, kill her, kill her off Kill her, kill her, kill her, kill her, kill her off You know, it's not often, I think, anymore that bands really do a lot of uh, tracks where they fade out the songs. That used to be really prevalent. Prevalent? Prevalent? Jeez. Off the cough. I I got the second cup of coffee going this morning, so forgive me. But, uh, you know, they used to be more popular uh, in terms of recording, but now it seems that a lot more bands will actually end the song versus uh, in the recordings, they'll kind of fade it out. I don't know, maybe if I'm off the mark on that, maybe it's just the type of music that I listen to. Uh, But, uh, I don't know, it's something that I noticed or just was thinking of uh, as that was fading out. Uh, TheRopesOnline.com is the website to check out these guys. They are from uh, New York City. 
And uh, this comes off their website. I was just reading this. Uh, In a dreary suburb of New York City that was once referred to by its locals as Suicide's Paradise, the ropes emerge out of their native loneliness, wander, disillusion, and hope. And, um, yeah. I don't think I'll get too much further into it. You can go down there, over to their site, and check that out. But, uh, yeah, I really like that uh, kind of the beat at the beginning of the song. Very good stuff. I'm very glad they submitted that to me. And, uh, hey, guys, if you're checking it out, send me some more. I love it. I like it when I get uh, stuff in the mail, um, stuff in the, in the email. I was just thinking because uh, I'll have to play some more. I, I figured I, I would kind of wait a little while, but uh, I played uh, the the artist Roche Limit. And uh, he um, – oh, that's something I should mention. Wait for the email segment. I'll, I'll do that. I'll, I'll wait for the e- email segment. But, yeah, we'll talk. Just remember – I'll tell you a little more about the Roche Limit. I also post something on my blog site about it. But anyway, um, I wanted to go back and talk a little bit about the post that I made on my blog. And if you're not familiar, you know, obviously when you go to RadioZoom.net, it takes you to uh, to redirect and goes, uh, you know, AudiHertz.net slash radio, which is, you know, the original URL. But RadioZoom.net is definitely uh, a lot easier to to say and spread the word about the podcast about but on my blog which is at audihertz.net and uh you can easily get there if you go to radiozoom.net and then click on the blog link it'll take you right there and you can read my blog which i update fairly daily um i made a post about what podcasting is or i called it what podcasting is and more more so it wasn't me trying to detail what i think it is or what it should be but more so how i'm upset with the fact that there's a lot of people out there saying what it should be. And based on what you're doing, whatever it is that you're creating, um, you know, they, they think that there should be certain elements that should be a part of podcasting. And if you're not creating, you're not putting those elements into what you're doing, then that's not podcasting. That's, and it was something that, yeah, well, it, it got some attention. And yeah, I got them on my, on my soapbox, but I felt that it was something that needed to be said. And, it got some attention from like uh, Robert Sanzaloni, and uh, who's a uh, fellow Vancouver uh, podcaster, more so technologist. This guy's pretty smart. He's got a lot of neat gadgets that I'd love to own and play with. But uh, just uh, it wasn't wasn't personal criticism that I've, I'd been taking. It's just something that I've been hearing uh, on various podcasts, and I'm not going to drop names because I don't want to do that. I don't want to create that major of a battle or you know draw any swords here. Uh, but I, I think people are doing it and not really realizing it, and that's fine. I More so, I, I experienced this when I was in college radio because everyone would say, well, you can't play that music because that's not college radio. That's not what college radio is about. And I would try to get people to tell me, well, what is college radio? You know, and nobody could ever give me a solid explanation. Nobody could give me a solid definition. And then it would be, well, that's not that's commercial you know we're non-commercial which obviously we were and uh you know that music that you're playing or that show that you're doing that's not non-commercial or that's not college radio and to me college radio my philosophy on it was just that that there really wasn't any rules and that you could create a lot of different things that you wanted to try out before you were living and working in a world where you had to obey the rules such as commercial radio you know the hot hit FM station or stuff like that. And there's not much difference between that concept and what podcasting is because you can do whatever you want. 
uh, I was in a very free-form station, even though there are people that uh, disputed otherwise. You know, I worked underneath um, a music director for one year who uh, was on a personal crusade to get rid of all punk and ska from the library, literally uh, throwing the CDs against the wall and watching them shatter, which is actually very interesting. If you ever have a chance and you have a cement wall somewhere or a brick wall and uh, you have some CDs you want to get rid of, uh, you throw them like Frisbees at the wall and it's very, very fun to watch. But uh, it, was, it, was, it was heartbreaking because I'm such a large music base in terms of genre, of a fan of different genres. Um, punk and ska being a part of that, probably sitting towards the top, uh, you know, it hurt to see that happen. And I feel some of that notion kind of going into what people are saying about podcasting is that if you are doing something that's too much like radio, well, you're not podcasting. Or if you are a uh, major media outlet and, uh, you know, creating, uh, you know, just taking your content from your radio and putting it to podcast, well, that's not podcasting. I think, I think that it, as long as you're doing it, that's what it is. And there is no rule saying what's right, what's wrong, what's good, what's bad. It's all a matter of preference. It's a matter of preference of what you want to do, how you want to do it, how well you want to do it, how creative you want to be with it. If you want to try something, try it. If you like it, keep doing it. And if you listen to something that you don't like, don't listen to it, don't subscribe to it. It's that simple. And that's the kind of the point that I'm trying to get across is that, you know, there's these little clicks that seem to uh, kind of create themselves. Uh, and they happened in the initial days of podcasting and I think they kind of disbanded but they're kind of there again maybe unspoken and maybe not so visible but um, these little groups or these networks and uh, they just they have this feeling that they are what should podcasting should be and if you're not either a part of the network or you're not doing what they think that you should be doing well then you're not doing anything that's worthwhile in terms of being called actual podcasting and it can be personal, it can be geeky, it can be anything you want it to be. And that's what I'm trying to get across in that in that post. And uh, I'll put a link in the show notes that goes directly to the post, so you, you can just go to radiozoom.net and go to, go to this and read it. It's not very long, but I want to kind of clarify it a little bit. You know, and maybe it shouldn't be anyone telling what podcasting is or what it should be. Maybe it should be about what can it be? Because that's the concept of, you know, is a lecture is a professor recording his lecture at a university and putting that up on a on an RSS feed? Well, that's not podcasting, is it? Or is it? Is he just syndicating his lecture, or is that a legitimate podcast? And can I listen to if I could listen to it? Um, even though I'm not going to be taking the exams or get college credit for it, but I'd be curious to listen to some of those lectures. Jay Holstein, professor at the University of Iowa of, uh, in theology, he would make an incredible podcast because I took one of his classes in the University of Iowa, but you don't know who he is. But if he had a podcast, I bet you'd be really, really interested in it. So that's what I'm trying to get across in that that podcast and that post. And I'll have to try to see if I can find some links to Jay Holstein. You can find out more about him. But man... That's, a, that's an interesting concept. Only those people that know who I'm talking about would be really excited about that, but... Yeah. I don't know. Back in my head, maybe if I would have never left the uh, the University of Iowa, I could have convinced him to start his own podcast and 
Yeah, he'd blow your mind away. Band that I played before, they're called Soft. And here they are.
find out all their information, and you can get their, uh, yeah, you can buy some of their stuff, I do believe, off their website. Yes, you can buy the Soft EP, featuring, I think, that song, which was called All That You're Shown. Yes, and, um, yeah. Some interesting news here in March 2006 off their website, Soft Records hits number 14, or sorry, Soft Record hits number 14 in Japan. I knew what they'd said. I knew before I said that what it was actually, what was written there, but I came out all wrong, man. Just not quite on par yet. But anyway, uh, you can also get their stuff on the iTunes Music Store, and uh, yeah, I really like their stuff. I'm just kind of looking through their site as I, I'm recording this, so my apologies. Uh, let's see. Actually, tonight they will be playing. Is that tonight? No, uh, today's 26. Last night they were in Boston, but in uh, June they'll be in Tokyo. And uh, July they'll also be playing in Tokyo and then in Osaka, Japan. And June 2nd, Tokyo, Japan, will be playing at Tower Records Shibuya, which I've been there. Actually, I've been by there. Uh, man. Yeah, a lot of good memories. Summer 2000, I spent three months. I spent my summer in Japan, and uh, it's a time in my life that I will never, ever forget. Electronic mail. As I frantically bring up my email program, totally unprepared, because usually I get these things kind of sorted out and uh, able to kind of uh, see all the emails right in front of me, but you know what? I'm just going to wing it on this one. And, um, let's see. Gotta figure out what it was. There we go. Chris Sherry. He does the Kaflui podcast. He said, hi, John. I just want to let you know that I really enjoy your podcast. And he's very, very interested in the, uh, uh, the area around Vancouver. And so he has, um, he says that I, see, so I find your show a great taste of life in Vancouver and both in the audio and the video podcasts. So keep up the great work. You can check out his stuff at kaflooey.com, K-F, or sorry, K-A-F-L-O-O-E-Y.com. I've been paying attention to your podcast, Chris. Sorry I haven't replied to your email. Sometimes I get bad about that. Ask my mom about that. Anyway, um, very, good, very, very good stuff. I really enjoy what he does, and uh, I really suggest, or I highly uh, recommend the Kaflooey podcast coming out of the UK. Uh, some other stuff that uh, came in on the email. Let's see. Oh, yeah, I want to mention the, the whole thing with the Roche Limit. Dave Wrighton wrote me saying thanks, and uh, thanks for playing his stuff. He is a local Vancouver artist, and he sent me a copy of his album, which came in the mail yesterday, which was incredibly, incredibly cool. So I'm going to be playing some more Roche Limit in the future. I figured I've been playing a few of his songs lately, so I didn't want to do any overkill. So hopefully you're, you're able to... Um, understand on that uh on that effect but uh you know we'll, we'll be listening to more of him in the future um let's see also Vito mori checked in on the website leaving leaving a comment and um in regards to the last uh, six song donut spectacular which is actually episode 92 the last one that i did uh he just wanted to say hello john this is Vito from critical mass and i wanted to thank you for playing our song here comes the summer very cool much appreciated and i know it's too late for your show but i thought i would let you know that we are from prince george british columbia 500 miles north of you the music is from the early 90s and i thought i would put it on pod show uh, on the PodSafe music network uh to share 
uh, music.podshow.com. The band hasn't been together for a while, but we are still friends and recently put the plan together to start jamming again. I love that phrase, jamming again. Um, and do a one-time concert here in PG with some other local bands. Thanks again for playing us. They take care of Vito. It's a very, very rock and roll name. Um, and yes, I, they, were the, they were the first song that I played in the last six-song Donut Spectacular. You can go back and check that out. Uh, Critical Mass from Prince George, uh, which I didn't know that at the time. I said I didn't know where they were from, but I knew they are from BC, so that's where they're hailing from. And let's see, also, one last thing. Oh, yeah, Craig Poirier. Craig Poirier. I think, I think that's how you say his name. But he uh, said, fairly new listener. I live in Langley, B.C., which is just uh, uh, not very far away. It's, uh, it's one of the surrounding communities here in Vancouver. And he said, I really enjoy the show. I was wondering what church you attend and what type of job you would be looking for when you get the okay to work in Canada. Which, obviously, I don't uh, have the okay uh, but he's also thinking uh, about doing a podcast with some of his friends and kicking around a few ideas, but just not sure if, uh, what's going to materialize. He's in the middle of building a house. So he thinks it would be fun. And Craig, yes, it is fun, even though I kind of went through a just total, uh, uh, you know, I don't know, blank in terms of being able to podcast. But uh, he said, you know, he asked me, um, you know, the, the whole uh what kind of jobs I want to have, man, I, right now, <laughs> it'd be great just to have a job, but, uh, I, I, you know, we, uh, this is something I'm going to be doing in, in a future episode, but we went to, um, a CBC live taping, uh, CBC Radio 1 here in Vancouver with, uh, David Suzuki, and David Suzuki is a long time, uh, environmentalist, activist, here in the BC area, in, in uh, Vancouver, in this area, uh, also has a, a longtime show on, on the CBC, and it's actually been syndicated over to PBS back in the States, and uh, I knew kind of a little bit about him, but then of course Rebecca, you know, educated me a little bit more about him. Going to this whole taping session made me really miss radio, when they announced uh, the name of the audio engineer, um... You know, they were doing the kind of the, before the whole event started, before David Suzuki came on stage, they, you know, announced the audio engineer and everyone was just kind of like, hey, hey, and I was the only one actually clapping for the audio engineer because that's what I used to do uh, back in my radio days. So, yeah, I, I missed the radio thing. I, technology uh, in general is, is my kind of thing. So, that's the type of, uh, of job that I would love to have. I also heard a rumor. I heard a rumor. Like, man, that Bananarama song is kicking into my head right now as I speak that there's a possibility that next year Apple will be opening up an Apple store here in Vancouver. They're just kind of specking out a place right now uh, to find a location for it. That'd be another neat job to have. I even asked Rebecca when I heard the rumor, I was like, can I get a job at the Apple store? That'd be kind of fun. But um, yeah, we'll see what happens, what's available at that time. I have some people that are very interested and won't need to contact them. So uh, yeah, we'll see what happens, right? Um, he also sent me a follow-up email, though, said that uh, he heard about my show on the Daily, Bre- Daily Breakfast with Father Roderick, um, and he, uh, he likes the way that uh, I showcase Vancouver through a foreigner's eyes and thinks that I should get a grant from Tourism BC. That wouldn't be bad. I can handle that. I have fun with what I'm doing, and uh, hopefully we'll be doing a lot more uh, sound-seeing, stuff like that. Um, like I said, like this weekend, I want to be able to... Uh, kind of bring you some sounds of what it's like to be on the ferry 
That's not a very long ferry uh, ride that we'll be taking, but uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. No promises, but um, yeah, I need to get out and uh, re- do some more recording. I do have some recording from the CBC event, but I want to kind of talk about that a little bit more with Rebecca around because she has a little bit more knowledge about David Suzuki and about some of the other issues going on around here. So it was a very, very cool event, and uh, we'll, we'll talk more about that uh, at, at a later date, later podcast, later episode. I want to play this because I like Tricky. I also had a real big affinity for live in my life, and, well, this is Ed Kowalczyk and appearing in a Tricky track. So check it out. Very Zoom.
the guy actually singing is Ed Kowalczyk, but the song is officially by Tricky, and you can find out more about Tricky at trickyonline.com. He's been around for quite a while, and I actually had a chance to see him open up for Tool, of all bands, uh, in Cedar Rapids at the U.S. Cellular Center. Actually, it used to be called the Five Season Center. So to me, it will always be the Five Season Center, but now it's, you know, the way that things go these days. You sell out the name so that way you can get money and naming rights and blah, blah, blah. But very, very cool. It was a mind-blowing experience, uh, just the... The, the music, uh, him on stage, just you know the way that he was just hunched over the microphone and just constantly singing Tricky, I'm talking about, not uh, uh, Maynard James Keenan, but um, which was also cool too. It was a birthday present to me. So, yeah, I really like the Tricky. Dig his stuff, and hopefully you do too, and hopefully you've enjoyed this episode. I apologize <clears throat> once again. Uh, for the lack of episodes, usually I try to get something out at the beginning of the week, but you know, hopefully you kind of understand. Sometimes you kind of go through a dry spell and just kind of need to, you know, wipe the slate slate clean a little bit and uh, start over. And uh, the other thing is too is that I've I've sat down so many times to start something and I've wanted to change something, and so I look to change something and then day gets kind of away from you, and I've got other things that I've been working on, so. Other pressing things that uh, I had to take care of. So, my hope is that in the near future, I'm able to, um, you know, correct that and get things back on a more regular schedule. More video podcasts, more sound seeing, more getting out and around the city. Because the sun's still out, and that's uh, that's very unusual to start the podcast and sun being out, and then it's still being sunny out, uh, especially with the, the clouds the way they are, and no rain. No rain yet. June is just around the corner, so we'll see what happens. Ooh, coffee wants to come back up, so I'm going to get out of here. We'll check it later. Adios.